Kate Fennessy is writing her first novel. And Helen Brown's going to help her. Welcome to our podcast, Novel Therapy. How to make life your best creative project. There we go. Uh, hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 16 of Novel Therapy. I'm Kate Fennessy, aspiring author and social hi, media marketer. And I'm Helen Brown, New York Times bestselling author. Who'd have thought we'd be recording this from different places, Kate? I never thought this would happen. Nope, neither did I. <laughs> Thank goodness we've got Nigel and we got him when we got him, our manservant. Yes, Nigel was needed. He was needed just, just at that time and now he's playing a crucial role. He is. He's our ro- robotic, what is he really? A robotic thing with lights on. Yeah, he's a manservant. <laughs> he's a robot manservant. He here. Just makes, and he makes the sound quality better, doesn't he? And you can put jingles in. I yeah. can put jingles in. He just makes me basically feel like I'm a radio DJ. Jockey, is that what they're called? <laughs> Button pushing. Yeah, he just makes the process easier. Um, for those who are interested in podcasting, all it is is basically, I think they call it a deck, and it means instead of recording through my computer, which I used to do on GarageBand, it was a bit fiddly. It's just easier and cooler. That. Don't say that with a New Zealand accent. No, I'll be very cautious. D-E-C-K, yeah. deck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Yes. Um, so now that I've got all my buttons ready, I'm going to do our check-in, Helen, because it's probably one of the more... You know, I don't know. It's it's an interesting time for checking in, isn't it? So are you ready? Oh, there we go. It was only quick. Yeah. So how have you been? What's been happening in your world? We obviously um, chatted with Edie last week, um, but we haven't sort of had a check-in for a couple of weeks. So how has life been for you? It's been pretty good. I ha- I've been knitting and knitting and I'm halfway through this blanket, if you're looking and that can be a good sign because usually I knit a blanket before I start a book. So um, maybe I will finally settle down and write mm. this book I'm supposed to be writing. And Jonah and I have been doing daily podcasts, which is not podcasts, lives <laughs> on Facebook. Just seems silly. Look at you. I mean, I, I really only love really love them. I love them. Who wants to listen to your granny reading her cat a book? Well, quite a few people. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I love them. <laughs> and Jonah's got used to it. Um, oh, I think Helen's just frozen. That's just a contemplative freezing. Let's hopefully. So, but it's oh, so funny, go. but and good on them. Just say that last bit again, Helen, because you got frozen by the internet, gods. Oh, did I? Oh, yeah. gosh, this is going to happen. The well, the NBN, I think the NBN's struggling across our country Do at the moment. Do you cut that out? Do you cut that out? Well, nah, I think we just roll with it. It's the, everyone's okay. NBN's wobbly, so it's okay. All right. Okay, no, no, no. Just over a year ago, I recorded a 10-hour audio book of ah. Cleo, and, you know, I don't know if anyone even knows about that, but... Reading Jonah, his, the book about himself, with only the bits that he's in, has just gone <laughs> crazy mad popular. I don't know why. It's, it's really funny. Has it really? <laughs> I'll have to look at your stats. I'm not surprised at all. I think as a person who's enjoying them immensely, for me, it's a beautiful break in my day. And I think I said to you over Messenger, like, 
There's something nostalgic about it. Maybe it taps into that memory of being read to as a child. I mean, how often these days does someone read to you ever? Mm. Like apart from right now in in the in the you know the current kind of lockdown, a lot of things that didn't happen normally are happening again, which are beautiful. And for me personally, reading, uh, sorry, hearing your writing, um, it's lovely for me. Like when you were describing Jonah climbing up the cage and doing all funny things, it made me realize one of the pieces of advice you'd given me to take time, take your time. You've got space. You've got time to develop things. It really showed me that listening to those descriptions, you, the camera zoomed in, you know, we watched Jonah as a kitten just frolicking in the, um, in the pet shop and your reaction, like, I loved that so much. It was such a beautiful example to me of taking time with a scene to unpack it. Oh, good. I remember it took ages to write those paragraphs. And even though, you know, they're so simple, I remember just, oh, going back over and over and over again because Mm. I just wanted to portray in the simplest way possible what was happening because a lot was happening while I was watching that kitten climb up the wire yeah Yeah. well there was some unspoken stuff happening like the fact that you referred to coming out of hospital it was just sprinkled through but you didn't quite know the context so this is just from purely what you read and so that was in the background giving it a bit of emotional depth as well I thought it was beautifully written and it was really I think I'm getting influenced by your style of not (laughs) wasting words good that's good but you've always been a good writer You, you can do it you can do it Thank you. So what have you been up to? Well, look, it's been a kind of interesting time. Like for a lot of people out there, as a person who runs my own business, I got kind of, I got some immediate losses straight away when the whole, you know, I guess the impact, the economic impacts of Corona hit quickly Mm. and Mm. I wasn't immune to that. So that was a bit full on, but things have stabilized. I've got some clients who are doing, not just okay, but doing well, you know, in, in the times that we're in because they're in health and food. And that's just a bit of pure luck in a sense. But what I'm finding is that I'm actually, I'm working a lot more. I'm having to innovate, but I'm, it's like I've leapt ahead in terms like I'm closer to my clients. Like we're, we're working more creatively together. And in some ways it's brilliant. We're doing cool stuff. I feel more satisfied at the end of each day. Like I'm like, cool. We just, did an interesting thing like one example is one of my clients we just quickly decided to launch a Facebook group to support women um and we're all working together me and it's five girls we're all having zoom calls a couple of them are based in Canada and the rest in Melbourne and it's going really well so I'm just like that's cool I don't think that would have happened normally no I love how, I shouldn't say anything that you love about the virus, but I do love how it's flattened us all out to become totally, that's another word, (laughs) totally. We're completely human. We're all down at base level. Yeah, put it in. I'll put it in there just in case. Um, Yeah, it's so true. We're connecting more than ever. And you're right, it's. It's not a matter of just saying, oh, I love all these weird, cool things that are happening because there's lots of things that are not great happening too. But you have to, I think Edie gave us that advice last week, find the things that are good. It's okay to focus on them. Um, And I think I've been just a bit more stable in terms of feeling like less wobbly. I felt probably really wobbly the first few days even just adjusting. I I could 
I could feel that in your texts. So that was a very it was scary time. It was unsettling. And when you get loss, quick losses in a row, yeah. you think they're going to keep coming. Um, but they haven't kept coming. And I think I told you this morning by Messenger yeah. as well <clears throat> that um, I actually had a new business query yesterday at the end of the day, which is like I just about wanted to dance. <laughs> And I've been thinking about the artists in these sort of situations because I know you know, have lost their jobs completely and, you know, we tend to be a very sensitive bunch and some people have just curled up into the fetal position. Mm. But, you know, what is the real purpose of being a creative person? And I think it's much... It's about giving. It's about to make sense of what. There's a tremendous opportunity to use your creativity. Helen, sorry. We've got a bit of, I'm getting, um, I might have to get you to repeat that bit and I can edit that because the computer internets were just not on your side then. Um, can you just say that bit again? Sorry. Which bit? What, what, it, what you were just saying, that whole sentence, like because it, the my your voice was coming out funny. I just think it's a wonderful opportunity for creative people to go ahead and do what their real goal is to be a healer um, and to soothe humanity and, and provide a reflection of what's going on to help make sense of it. And, you know, um, I think it's a great time for creatives to step forward and it's not mm. necessarily going to be in traditional ways no it's it's another way to use your creative soul to help and we've always paid next to nothing so it doesn't matter if we're working for free at the moment if yeah. we're helping one person with our creativity whether it's knitting somebody something or doing a beautiful portrait yeah it's giving to the world and there you get strength the moment is yeah. giving you get strength. I agree. Unfortunately, the internet connection is not great, so some of that was a bit wobbly, but we got what you're saying because I think you're right. There's there's beautiful things happening. People are tapping into new th new creative veins that they never might have found normally. Um, mm -hmm. Even just the idea of you reading out from your book, I bet you would have never thought to do that. I mean, you probably wouldn't well, have wouldn't normally. Have exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And yet when you did it, I just loved it so much. I was watching going, yes, Helen. I just, because for me, and this is part of my sort of update, as you know, I was stressed that first couple of days, the first week was weird. I probably drank too much wine every, not a lot of wine. I'm just sort of saying like, I was like, <gasps> I was just flipping out the routine and just stressed. Um, that's why when I first saw your, yeah, when you, when I saw you read, it was like, oh, everything's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, in the last week, <clears throat> I haven't been feeling like that. I've been back to routine, back to health, my normal routine, and I've noticed two, a couple of little creative projects have slipped into my world, and I'm loving them both so much. And they're both gentle, cute ones. One of them is there's a gorgeous woman um, called Muriel who's in my writer's group. Muriel used to be an ABC um, radio host nationally. Like, she's really cool, um, similar to you. Like, she's a very accomplished woman who's had a very interesting life and 
Muriel and I were starting to have lunch every so often in Mornington. Um, <clears throat> so we're getting to know each other. And one after our last catch-up pre-lockdown, she was so inspired, I guess, by what we were talking about, which hint was romance and love and stuff like that, that she wrote me this cool email, email afterwards. afterwards. <clears throat> and she... Um, sort of just jotted down all these thoughts from our convo. So when I saw that email and then when lockdown started to happen, I said, I said to her, hey, Muriel, why don't we write to each other in this time? Ooh, yeah. Sort of like letters, you know, but in yeah. email. Um, so yeah. she's she wrote the first one and I, that was when I was all wildly busy and crazy. So I took a full week to find the space and time to write back, but I finally did. And God, it was awesome. She told me about the 60s and being and free love and having string free um, connections with people. And she was talking about this one particular story, Mr. K, this guy, Mr. K was so cool. And then I wrote back to her and I told her about mum's death because she'd asked, it had come up, but not in detail. But it's the first time in such a long time I've written about mum's death in a really different way. It was a lighter way. It was more poetic. Oh, it was with great. a different, yeah, it was with a different distance that I've not had. Yeah. And yeah. it was so cool. A very healthy sign. It comes such a long way from a year ago. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it was just cool. And Muriel is a counsellor now, a psychologist herself. So that was, but we've written back another couple of times and I'm just loving this project. And these these letters, emails are going to be really precious and really an interesting yeah. record of yeah. now. So yeah. that's that's really cool. <clears throat> and the other one's a little one that my friend's doing, Nikki, who hopefully we'll speak to on this podcast. Um, Nikki's basically pulling together a podcast and she's asked all her friends to add voice memos just from during the day of how you're feeling. Yep. You could be feeling up or down. <clears throat> so I've been submitting little sort of one-minute voice memos to her as I go for a walk and that is also just those two little projects along with what we do and, and writing are just really helping me to find that horizon right. again. Yeah, that's great. I hear some people are taking a photo a day, which I think is another lovely thing, you know. You're, yeah. It's putting something in aspic and putting it into some kind of perspective. Just Absolutely. Kind of and I don't know if you saw, but there's, it's happened, I think a woman in South Australia was the first to do it. She got out in her car, a photographer, and asked families to come out of their house and stand on their, in front of their property. So she's taking photos of families in isolation. Yeah. Well, I started out in isolation and now I'm not in isolation at all in terms of the family and that Philip's here now and daughter Kath and her boyfriend have moved here now. So it's a very different vibe and I think a lot of people are, are in circumstances like this and it's actually yeah. rather fun but oh, everyone spends the whole day on their computer <laughs> working from home and I sort of think, oh, gosh, you know, one of these days I'm going to have to go to bed with the laptop because that's the only room I'll have mm. <laughs> and get to work right and properly because everyone here is such a work ethic. Yeah. Well, it, Mind you, I do spend mm. a lot of time feeding them. Yeah, sometimes I, can I think I've gone back to the 1950s, you know, <laughs> looking after the household. Oh, <laughs> those are two very good ideas. Yeah, we're still having audio issues, unfortunately. So I hope our listeners can cope. Sometimes you're being turned into a robot, robot. Helen. Maybe it's Nigel flirting with you. He could be. 
Is it better? Well, yeah, I think it it's if I come no, I think it's just internet. I think it's probably it could even be. I don't know. All I know is that we're having a few robot moments, but I think that's of the time, you know. <laughs> well, well, it could be that there are three other laptops going in this house. It's possible. It's, po- <laughs> it's possible. Um, <clears throat> so shall we have a quick little visit to the clinic? Because I do have an update I want to yes. share with you. Uh, where is? There we go. Now for all that drama, I haven't like you, managed to put any words on paper yet on my novel in this time because I think for lots of people, even though you sit, you feel like you've got all the time in the world, mentally there's a lot going on. So mm. I haven't quite got there but I reckon I'm getting close to being able to write again soon. And one yeah. thing that I now realise, I think you will probably like this update, is I've just been <clears> thinking <throat> lately that, you know, you encourage me to think about modernising the novel or placing it in the now, bushfires, now this. I'm thinking I'm just going to chuck the coronavirus right in there because, yeah, (laughs) the second part of my story is it's going to, adding this chaos in it is going to be the perfect way to expose the growth and the. it's going to be the perfect way to expose my characters for who they truly are. Yeah, and, you know, yes. I've got a rich and sister, I, for example, who runs an events company. Her events company will collapse in two days because that's what happened, that's yeah. what could have happened to me and I understand how, how that feels. Yes, yes. And I love you told me about this phenomenon that I didn't know about, Armageddon sex. That's <laughs> Correct, I've had my first offer. Reject, I think we I rejected do, it. We go, we have to have an entire episode devoted to this, I think. Well, exactly. I can put it in the novel because people panic. Some, yes. You know, in this case, it was someone who hadn't contacted me for about two months um, but suddenly reached out and thought that, you know, it would be appropriate to sort of have Armageddon sex, which it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting because it shows it's exposing. It's not Armageddon and it's not appropriate to have Six Correct. Point. Which I wrote back. Standing. Those two things. Correct. It's not Armageddon. Like actually. A very good vibrator, I hear. <laughs> I'm sure the sales in that industry are doing rather nicely. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of excited because I feel like you know when I showed you my last stru- plan, like, okay, stuff's happening to my character. She's going to find out she's been cheated on. She's going to do all these things. But this will really give it that mm. oomph that I think you know it it probably needed and in real life I have two people who are going through a separation that I know so that that happened to them literally coincided with corona um so and you know in the publishing world I think there's going to be BC and AD you Mm. know before corona and after you all books are going to be yeah either era wow yeah so I just figure why not yeah totally yes so I'm kind of excited. The first thing I'll do, I've got a kind of a project work-wise that I'll get through first this week, hopefully, and then I'm hoping on the weekend the first thing I'll do is just revisit that structure and just sprinkle in Corona and see what happens, uh, you know, how it – but I, like I said, I know that the sister's business will get gutted because I've set up that Maraid is jealous of her successful sister. Her successful sister's now going to face yeah. what many people face. I'm not watching because, my God, isn't that part of our lives? You know, all of <laughs> – 
five yes. beers and, and just that those weird moments of going to the shop like a few times in that that first sort of week I found it really a bit weird and almost upsetting to see the shelves empty like you get it's it's scared your brain's thinking this is wartime this is not real what is this you know but we have to remember our ancestors and we are a very resilient species Kate no we've been through we've survived worse Oh, 100%, but I can play with my characters who don't cope well because not everyone copes well, you know. No, they're not. No. I was at the supermarket yesterday and I said to the checkout guy, you know, how are you? And he said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. He said it's the co-workers who were anxious before this happened Mm. that are having it tough now, you know. There are people really struggling with anxiety at the moment. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Um, So what about our creatives out there, Kate? I think a little bit of self-nurture is definitely the thing. I've been enjoying mm. foot baths with Epsom salts. Oh, that sounds nice. I like that. Yeah. So don't worry. Don't pressure yourself too much to turn out words or anything like that. I agree. Mm. I agree. I think you've just got to roll with it. You know, there's a lot going on and, um, but find when you're ready and when it all comes together, I think new creative things are happening and go with them. It's a very creative time. Yeah, Yeah. it really is. Um, So should we move into, sorry, my mouse is not working. There we go. Should we move into Planet Social? Because I've got a couple of things in this topic which are quite you know important in a sense because for businesses so where's my social one here we go oh yeah forgot this that's our new break music for planet social so for planet social one of the things that's happened already for me is that I was asked by Frankston Council to do a video about tips for social media in the time of corona, which I've already done one, and things have changed so much that I'm going to do another one soon. Um, So my current advice and what I'll say in this next video, this is for, I guess, anyone in business or with a personal profile for social media, there's a few tips. Like, first of all, for any businesses that have unfortunately had to close or hibernate, or or dramatically change stay active on social don't disappear altogether I've I had a hairdresser client have a hairdresser client who unfortunately of course had to close people in hospitality events travel entertainment arts be still be there you there are so many innovative things happening um M Rosciano is a great example a classic um artist entertainer who would have had a whole bunch of concerts cancelled so what's she been doing she's been doing um, live concerts on a Friday night from her lounge room. She decked it out. It's so gorgeous. And she's got a virtual tip jar. She set up a virtual tip jar so people can pay if they can. And I thought that was such a nice way to do it. Not everyone's in a situation where they've got, where they're wanting to part with dollars maybe at the moment, but for those who can, she's just generated a new way to get income. So that's really cool. So stay active on the social. Don't disappear. Um, I'll be talking to my hairdresser, Um, this week but for her for example it might be about tips for keeping your hair decent at home when you can't visit the hairdresser there's lots of worried about my (laughs) roots what happens when they grow out a new trend (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so that's my my, my advice on that yeah exactly and that's the thing stay connected even if you're in hibernation that's my first tip stay connected via social um my second tip is is it's so clear to me that video is so important video has been happening 
for those who follow news sites, you'll be getting live notifications all the time. The ABC's gone live and The Age has gone live because live now is really having its moment where people want instant news and instant connection and instant information. I think live is finally working the way perhaps the developers hoped it would. It's really crucial. Mm -hmm. It's happening on YouTube. It's happening on Facebook. And just to that point, I think we're really seeing Facebook come of its own or whatever the phrase is. Facebook is the key platform right now, not Instagram, according to me. Yeah, because of its functionality. The re- I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm on Facebook a lot right now because there's links to stories, there's lives happening, there's news articles, there's groups that I'm part of, there's new groups there's popping up. Funny stuff. Lots of funny stuff. Um, Instagram's still got its place. I'm just saying that all this time in business, I've always said to businesses, Instagram matters. Instagram's the most important one. Right now, I can see the shift is Facebook. Facebook matters. The functionality is is serving its purpose right now. Like I said, lives, groups, the fact that you can read articles from all over the web, it's designed for this moment. Instagram's not. Wow. YouTube as well. YouTube is also um, important right now. Another sort of idea for businesses, and I'm again thinking ahead to a meeting later today actually, but it's a perfect time for some cool giveaways. Why not come up with whatever you're in, come up with an amazing giveaway pack for lockdown. Like families are stuck together, like jigsaw puzzles, books, games, food. Like there's a, it's a perfect time to think of something innovative as your brand that you could give your audience or let them win or let them create something because you've, I guess what I'm sort of seeing is businesses need to plan for the now and help people survive, but then they also need to think, start thinking ahead too. I think it's important for businesses to start thinking, what's life going to be like when this passes? What's it going to be like in spring? What cool things can we do when we finally can go back to bars or we finally can have dinner parties? So I'd be thinking in those two ways as a business. What cool stuff can I do to help people ha- be happy now? And, and what cool things can I do when it, you know, when it comes to sort of celebration in spring and that? rejuvenation of the economy so that's some other tips um and just in general and most people are getting this but for most businesses it's the time to put away the sales focus and just be helpful just be helpful right now like just do what you can as a community member through your business it's not the time to cash in it's the in fact it's probably more likely the time to reduce um costs or reduce prices for, for your community understanding that some people are in a precarious financial situation now, but be helpful. If you are helpful now, it will benefit your business on the flip side. And that applies to private life as well, I would say, Kate. Mm. Yeah, well, that's very true. Yeah, it's lovely the way neighbourhoods are are getting together and really helping each other. Yeah, Yeah, there's some gorgeous initiatives and – and there is, I mean, you're right, it's back to what we said at the start. There's some beautiful things happening that, and I think it's important and helpful for us to focus on them. And you're right, the, the last area is exactly what you say, humour. Like the humour posts are just keeping me ticking. They're just so funny, aren't they? Some people are so creative. Yeah, like whether it's TikTok dances or just funny memes, it's giving well, people life. The, the cat's jumping over the toilet rolls. <laughs> <laughs> I should put that on my Facebook page. I'm sure people would like It's that. pretty funny. Yes, exactly. Any cat-related ones, Helen, you should be all about. But, yeah, okay. 
Yeah, I think so. But yeah, so that's kind of Planet Social. It's just about being a bit of a beacon. When you're a business, you've got to spread positivity and hope. You don't want to be associated with fear and, you know, dramatic kind of things like that. You want to share, help people to look ahead. Businesses need to do that. And you're right. Personally, I think that's the way I want to start thinking too. And with this beautiful weather. In the supermarket or on the street Mm -hmm. corners saying oh coronavirus oh have you heard the latest oh you know you don't want to be that person because it's there's no it's all a negative spiral there's no way out yeah that's right and there is a way out of this this is not forever this is this is a this is a a strange phenomenon that's happened and but we're going to come out of it and i for one i'm already sort of thinking about what life will be like after and how cool yeah, we will appreciate life in a way we haven't done. We've taken so much for granted for so long. Yeah. One of my friends is a photographer, Rowena Meadows. She's a beautiful, beautiful photographer. Um, she did the most gorgeous photo of her daughter, I think, just sitting facing the entrance to the beach, which had been, um, you know, cut mm. off with tape basically. But it was so beautiful. And her post just said, my daughter is about to learn the joy of having – had disappointment or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that the beach was unavailable for a couple of months in her life means she's going to appreciate it that much yeah. more. And I just looked yep. at that photo and thought, wow, that's so beautiful. I'll post it in our group. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous photo. Please do, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Any other thoughts from you, Helen, about? No, well, it's time for me to give my diagnosis. Oh, I please think. do. And I'm yes. very happy, okay. very happy with the way you're coming along Good. because those early days I was really quite worried for you you know to yeah. losing time it was scary the hour it yeah. seemed yeah. yeah now things are still, and not only that you've come into your core got strength and yeah. seen that you know it is not the end of the world there will be a vaccine and we need to plan for the time when the sun does come up I mean the sun yes, is up I know the sun is beautiful at the moment <laughs> it's teasing sun. us <laughs> so I love that People are listening. I love that we're big in Luxembourg, oh, aren't we? We're just going off in Luxembourg. Put it on the list, Helen. It's on the itinerary. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, yeah, who knows what will be next. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, so, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. That's my diagnosis. Well done. And homework, well, I think you've – I think you're really self-motivated at the moment. I don't think you should force yourself to write. Okay. I think you should follow these little sparks of creativity because, yeah, that's where your energy is being and just go with that for now. It's not time for locking down emotionally. No, it's not, is it? Emotionally, I don't, yeah, because times are changing so rapidly. Yeah, I agree. It's not time to be hard on yourself. You've got to go with the flow. Foot baths and face masks, not of the medical kind, <laughs> yes. the hard quality type. Yes, that's a good reminder. I do have one. I'll chuck a photo in the group when I get oh, to that. Do. That'd I will. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so sorry we missed Cindy. She had to go back to Canada yes. at a very stressful time Yeah, um, in Australia trying to get back. And I, I think she's actually in the air at the moment. So. Wow. Well, we wish you well, Cindy, and um, on your, I nearly said the J word, on your En route oh, back no, to Canada. Well, that's an official I know. Journey. I just, you know, I've just got to be cautious at all times. 
Um, it gets expensive. Do you wonder what unprecedented added to that? Uh, I know, I it's, it's true. Yeah. I've I've used that a lot in, especially in business emails. I need to stop. I'm out of control. <laughs> and just without spoiling, let's just say we have a very very special guest for next week. Yes, he's unprecedented. He's really. unprecedented. It's going to be a huge journey. So we're very excited and um, we won't even spoil that because it's pretty cool. But, um, oh, yeah, I forgot about this. Let's, um, let's, let's wrap up. That was great chat. Thank you, Helen. Sorry about the technical glitches, people, with the internet, but I think that's going to keep happening. The NBN is not strong enough for what's happening. That's what I hear. So sorry about that. See you next time. Bye.